0: If you are in the habit of journaling, anytime we do the meditation in class, you're more than welcome when we're done to pull out your journal and, and write in that as well. So this is a place you can do that just on a week-to-week basis. Or if you'd like to develop the habit, you can do that right here. I like to say, even though you don't see me journaling up here, I get to verbally journal in the sharing after the meditation. <laughs> I actually call it that verbal journaling. It looks like we're going to hear from Rumi.
1: Yep. (laughs) My heart, sit only with those who know and understand you. Sit only under a tree that is full of blossoms. In the bazaar of herbs and potions, don't wander aimlessly. Find the the shop with a potion that is sweet. If you don't have a measure, People will rob you in no time. You will take counterfeit coins thinking they are real. Don't fill your bowl with food from every boiling pot you see. Not every joke is humorous, so don't search for meaning where there is none. Not every eye can see. Not every sea is full of pearls. My heart sings a song of longing like a nightingale. The sound of a voice Cast a spell on every stone, on every throne. And then another one. First lay down your head, then one by one let all of the distractions go. Embrace the light and let it guide you beyond the wind of desire. There you will find a spring and nourished by its sweet waters like a tree that bears good fruit forever. I always want to say, and you say, and now you can open your eyes if you want to. What if we don't want to? (laughs) That's the big one. That's my question. I'm waiting for an answer. (laughs) It's your choice. That's true. Would you like to start? I
0: could. Shall I? It's up to you. So it's my choice? mm -hmm. Well, you know, it's always interesting, especially sharing up here together with Jim, even just like that little dynamic, you share, you share, whatever. And you know, sometimes on a personal level, when I get in front of a group, there's almost like, you know, there's this expectation that I have to share. Just like Jim was just giving the choice of, what if I don't want to open my eyes? Part of me, I go through sometimes, well, what if I don't want to share? And in in a sense, I know I don't have to. But still inside of me, when I'm in front of people, and that's probably true for any of us, when we're in front of whether it's one person, two people, or a group, there's something inside of us that goes on that we feel some type of a pressure or a movement of some sorts. And one of the values that I've gained so much in sharing is beginning to look at and to learn more and more about myself in that dynamic. And it's just much more pronounced when it's a group like here. And so I get that much more value when it's in a group dynamic because of more of the eyes looking at me on a physical, personal, ego level, if you will. The vehicle for the soul. Truly I know there's really the looking spiritually. But even with that, there is this dynamic in the body, the mind, the emotions, the ego, the personality that we all have to deal with. And that's a lot of the challenge in this world, is how do we deal with those pressures that we feel coming from outside of ourselves that in a sense are putting expectation, demand, or control upon us to perform. To perform. To perform the world, the way the world expects of us. And whatever that is. That's one perspective. The other perspective is just simply that movement of loving. Because I know at this point in the game, in my life, that when I participate in that movement of the divine within me, is an expression of that river of loving, there's this great joy and greater fullness that wells up within me when I choose to move with that rather than choosing to perform out of the expectations of the pressures of the world. And that's the big difference that I've come to learn more and more. And every time we do a class is probably the greatest physical experience I get to have that come up within me. And one thing I've learned over all the years that even before I was doing this with Jim, kind of my warm-up, I guess, or preparatory work, was when I would co-facilitate and facilitate other trainings and classes before I was doing this like I am now, that's where I began to really learn about this dynamic and how that works and what goes on inside of me. And it's always been a challenge to some level. But just like anything we do, the more we do it, the better we get at it, the better we understand it the more we know how to work with those dynamics. And that's been the same here for me. And so I've always continued in that process through all the challenge to always look to the spirit inside, to always look to that to lead the way. And that's what the challenge is in life for all of us, is to always to look to the spirit within to lead the way. No matter what it looks like on the outer, to always look within to follow that guidance, to follow the lead of loving, of light, of sound. But part of that process of coming to even know what that is in order to follow it is that we're gonna also go through the challenges, the tribulations, the tests of those pressures of the world, those expectations that are put upon us by family, friends, even the people we love and care about, all unconsciously we put things upon one another. Not meaning to, not maliciously, but it's just an unconscious action that takes place. That's what we call karma, folks. That's karma. Karma is unconscious. It's those things in the world, the mind, the emotions, the imagination, the body, that push us around. That's what karma is. And so as we're pushed around, we're going to feel the pushing and the pulling all that dynamic. And that's what we call the irritation that begins to form the pearl of great price. Because in the irritation in agitation, it is through that agitation that we begin to discover and wake up to know what are those... Energies, those movements, those irritations of the dynamics of the world. Because as we discover even the dynamics of the world is how we fulfill the karmas. Remember karma we define as unlearned lessons? Well, if karma's those lessons of the world, then how do we learn them? It is through this process: being pushed, being pulled, being agitated. Because in this world all of that movement, it is through our experience of that is how we learn. I'm a feeler, so I'm gonna feel more of those energies, which I do. Some people are more visual, so they'll see that dynamic, or they'll hear the dynamic, or they'll just simply know. But the knowing, whatever way it comes in, is just a gradual process. It takes time to learn, to discover, to know all these energies that go on. Some of them are very tangible, obviously. The physical actions that we see are the easiest to discern. But when you begin to enter into the realm of imagination, emotion, and mind, and the unconscious mind, those are much more subtle. Those are harder to detect, to really come to know, because they come in, we may feel it, experience it, and know it in the moment, and then it's gone. And we're like, what was that? What was that? Because it was not of a physical nature. It was harder to detect. It's harder to understand. So it calls for other senses, other ways of perceiving, to move into the understanding of what are these other energies, these other movements that take place We know they're real because why would we experience them if they weren't? So many times when we enter on a spiritual path in the beginning years, we'll feel these different movements and we'll think that that's the spirit moving us. And sometimes it is. But if we don't pay attention, we can lead ourselves astray. Because often, It is the imagination, the mind, or the emotions that is pushing us, but because it is an invisible energy that we feel pushing us within, that we think that's the spirit. That's why on this path, it's always important to pay attention, to always bring your attention back to the seat of the soul because that's the only place that you're really gonna wake up and know the difference of when the spirit is moving you and you choose to participate in that movement, or if it's the imagination, the mind, or the emotions and you're choosing to participate in that and you're calling it spirit and it's not. But here's the good news. Even if you call it spirit and it's not, and it's the mind, the emotions, the imagination pushing you around, that's how we learn. So that's not bad. I've heard so many people, when they've been led astray by the mind, the emotions, and imagination, when they thought it was spirit, when they finally have woken up to the realization that it was not, I've seen them really just take a downturn. And my heart has gone out. And years ago, I would have thought that was a bad thing because I've gone through that myself more than once, plenty of times. But every time I went through it, as upset as I was, frustrated, disturbed, lost faith, felt hopeless, became depressed, whatever it was I went through, every time, eventually, whether it was very quickly or if it took me days or weeks or even months, or even years, at some point I always turned around and pulled myself back up and once again gained my focus and attention back at the seat of the soul because I did not care to keep living in that place of unknowing, of ignorance and darkness and all those unpleasant energies that I experienced with that. That was my motivator to keep seeking the light, to keep seeking the loving so that I could really wake up and know the greater truth in that and of that. So one of the messages that I've been hearing myself over the list last year, particularly in sharing in this way, is that I hope, if anything, that in hearing this, you realize that when these things happen to you, because they will, it's part of the journey for all of us. Every soul in this world is gonna go through these things. That as it does happen, you realize it's not the end of the world. You've not made a mistake. You've never done anything wrong or bad or evil. You simply have bought into and attached yourself to a movement of energy in the world so that you, a soul, could have the experiences that come with that to come into greater understanding, clarity, fulfillment, and wisdom through your experience of that which is of the world, so that you as soul comes to know this level of creation we call time and space. That's how the soul learns, is to walk through the experience. So please hear what I'm saying and share it with others that aren't here today, that you know are walking the same journey as you see them take the downturns. Because it's part of the journey. It's part of the learning. And the neat thing is, when you begin to really realize the blessing of the downturn, and when we are following or leading after that which was of the world that we thought was spirit, when we come to realize that, that realization turns to a blessing because the blessing is you have now learned what that is. And once you've learned what the lesson is, the karma's done. You've learned the lesson. You are now complete and free to continue the journey now in a greater way. That you now are freer. That as a soul has walked through those experiences and learned what they are, you a soul now in that greater understanding gets to move higher and greater wisdom through that experience. That's the path of liberation that we are teaching here. It is not a pathway of avoidance, of judgment, of right and wrong. It's a pathway of gratitude, of loving and acceptance that even in the hard lessons, we can actually have gratitude for those lessons because we have awakened to the truth and the dynamic of that movement of experience in this world. So the next time you find yourself in one of those downturns, begin to look and learn from your experience Because really when you look and you really learn from your own experience, you'll begin to find the gratitude within you awakening. That you as soul will have the gratitude because you as soul now know that you have fulfilled an important part of your journey to come to that greater fulfillment through your experience in this world. When you have that gratitude, I know that only shows up when you've completed the lesson. So look to your learning and look to your experience. Look to the gratitude when you experience gratitude. Why is that? What is it that took place inside of you that you're now experiencing this movement of gratitude in you and through you? Because isn't it funny that sometimes, even spontaneously, we can experience gratitude moving in us and through, the, through us, just like that. If you really pay attention, you'll see in that movement, in a deeper way, in a deeper understanding of what it was that we as soul have journeyed through to open the door to have that action of grace move in us and through us. Grace is completion, grace is the freedom of loving. And we often associate gratitude with that movement of grace. So pay attention in your own life as these things unfold for you and follow that movement and let the grace carry you from one experience to the next Because when you can bring that action of grace and gratitude into the next experience, into the next challenge, that next challenge is that much easier. That's where our burdens become light. That's where we as soul become free and can walk through this world in a greater freedom in a knowing through our experiences. If you want life, to become less challenging, then truly pay attention and learn from all of your experiences. Because every time you do, I will guarantee your next challenge will be that much lighter because you are doing the inner work. You are walking the inner journey because that is the journey of awakening. Awakening is the inner knowing that takes place through the learning of our lessons, to come into the greater knowing of the divine, the knowing of the divine that is in all things. We'll come to know the divine in its movement and expression, because that's who we are, even as we experience it through the mind, the emotions, and the imagination and body. But pay attention to that movement inside. Discover come to know, listen to yourself, listen to your own thoughts, your own feelings, listen to your own words, listen to the actions that you take in your daily life, because in that it will reveal to you that which you are coming into the greater understanding of. my own personal journey, <clears throat> it seems like there's not a moment that goes by that I'm not paying attention to that inner dynamic and that inner movement. Always checking it out within me to see where it's coming from, to see where it's flowing to, to learn in that experience in every moment. One of the things I've been learning and growing through the last couple of years is this whole dynamic of teaching, spiritual teaching. What is that really? What is this thing we even call spiritual teacher? What is it to be a disciple, a student, one that is upon the path, an initiate, or a seeker of the light? What does this all truly mean? Well, one thing that I really do know, it is simply in the day-to-day living and experiencing that, is how we come to know. The last couple of years, it's been a process for me to learn and to grow, to continue my own process of yet greater awakening. To step forward and share who I am in a greater way. To be with people. To be with myself. To be with Jim. In a newer way. And it's funny because at times, I've had a lot of challenges the last couple of years here. Even with Jim. Even in my own relationship. I know as Jim is my teacher. I've been a rebellious student sometimes, (laughs) quite reactive at times, but I also know that's been part of me learning more and more about myself and my own expression. And I do know the more that I keep coming back to the loving and the more that I see somebody demonstrate the holding and living that loving, no matter what, the easier it is for me to discover and find that within myself. From the very beginning, back in the, I guess it was 97 or 8, when I moved to Austin, a little while after I moved here, when I saw that action of spirit flow through Jim and come right into me, is where I began to wake up to the greater dynamic of the teacher and the student. I get tears a little bit when I share because there's always so much love when I experience that. And that's where I have a lot of gratitude for my own awakening and seeing that movement of loving as God flows in and through all levels of creation, to see the truth of that dynamic, even as it works through a physical body that we call a teacher. That I've come to learn and discover through my own experience that it is simply the movement of that river of loving. It is such a simple process of just the flow of the divine as it works in and through all vessels, vehicles, channels, and souls. And I know that all I've had to do, and this is the simplicity, is just follow that flow wherever it takes me, however it appears, even into the physical world. That's what brought me here to Austin That's what brought me here to Jim. I just followed that flow inside of me without having any clue what it was going to lead to or physically manifest or express as. I simply knew that movement of the divine within me by paying attention and following that even into the physical world. To me, that's the joy of the adventure, the discovery, The learning takes place as we're willing to step forward and just simply experience where life takes us. But it's not a wandering, wandering around to seeking and looking. It is a purposeful, on-course direction of seeking the inner awakening and the knowing of the divine within and following that flow through all the levels even into the physical, to see where it takes me. Because I know when I follow it on all the levels is where I experience the greatest fulfillment of that dynamic. And so it has even taken me here to Austin, Texas to physically be present with Jim. And then when I began to see and Spirit revealed to me that movement of the divine through even the physical body that we call Jim Gordon, or what we call a spiritual teacher, that I got to wake up and know how that inner flow works even into this world. And to this day, I understand that. But that doesn't mean I always follow it perfectly. Where I was just referring earlier, the last couple years, even my own reactions with Jim, That was me and my own personality process of learning and growing still. Of trying to see or figure out a different way instead of just allowing it to be the way it is. And I'll tell you what, every time I go against the way it is, I just struggle and get disturbed and just end up, it's like punching myself in the face. It's just amazing. It doesn't look like I'm doing that but it rarely ever does look like we're truly beating ourselves up. But if we pay attention, we'll realize that when we don't allow ourselves to follow the natural flow, one of the greatest feedback mechanisms is pain. Whether it's emotional, mental, or physical, it'll let us know. I've learned that pain is my indicator that there's something where I'm a little bit maybe getting out of the flow of the natural order of things called the spirit of life. And When I simply bring myself back into the natural order and flow is when all of a sudden it gets easier again. Things are gentle, peaceful. I just feel this fullness of loving. And then I even find myself saying, I'm so happy. I love you. I love you. I'm in such a good space. I feel so good. I really love my life. I hear myself saying all those things verbally, physically, when I'm following the natural order of that river of loving. So part of my challenge physically, where I began with, is even sitting here with Jim, knowing where my natural flow even moves in and through in this physical world, because it is through him. That's where I've come to realize the truth of even the physical teacher. And that's where the world does not understand When those that choose to be initiated and walk a spiritual path, when they have even a physical teacher, the world doesn't understand the love. They look at it as the worship of a physical personality and body and make it wrong. In the world that does take place, egos do have attachments that could look even the same in the outer expression. The difference is in the inner experience. It's up to each of us to know the difference through our inner experience. The true devotion to God at times can be looked in this world as a devotion to even the physical teacher. In the East, it is well known. In the West, they call it guru-worship. In the West, they call it love and devotion to the master, the teacher. But that love and devotion is the truth of the soul, knowing that river of life in its source, and upon which channels and tributaries that river of life moves. And I know all I have to do is follow that flow. That's why I know even physically why I moved here to be present even physically in Austin and here with Jim and with everyone here. That was me responding to the flow of that loving. And that was my experience. I'm not saying anybody needs to move to Austin because now I bet when this goes up on the website and people hear this. People are probably going to want to move to Austin. That's not what I'm talking about. It is not out of the ego. It is out of the soul and following the loving. However it moves us, no matter who we're with or where we're at, it really is about that inner experience of that movement of loving. All I'm doing is sharing my personal journey, even physically, and how I have responded to that movement of loving and where it's taken me, even in this world. But make no mistake, it was an inner response and a choice for me to follow that within myself. To go, to discover, to learn and to grow what it's all about. I know all I need to do is take action steps and in that movement is where I learn and grow. Even when I take a wrong turn. Even when I take a wrong turn. But was it a wrong turn? Or did I just think it was a wrong turn? Well, I've come to know that that's part of the learning and part of how I have discovered the truth of loving and the illusion of loving. It really is a journey that even takes physically walking through or rolling or crawling or however you want to do it but there is a movement into every expression and level of life so i have just followed that movement and it's brought me here in a way this is also me sharing my loving with jim when this first started to unfold for me Some of you even saw me even physically respond and lay down, they call it prostration, or bowing down before the teacher. I've done that responding to the inner experience of what was going on for me spiritually. I've come to learn it had nothing to do with my physical demonstration of it. It was all about the inner experience. And what I know inside of me is that who I am as soul always bows down and honors that flow of loving. And so even physically, I responded to it in this case many years ago, even physically bowing down to Jim, but that bowing down was the honoring spiritually of where I experience that flow of moving in and through into this physical world. And I'm glad I did that. Because that's how I came to know the greater truth. Is by honoring my own inner experience and following through even with physical actions so that I could learn through all those actions. And to this day, I know that river of loving for me flows in and through Jim Even physically, as we were meditating just a little while ago, I could feel a movement coming through him to me. And I know that river of loving. I just haven't acknowledged it in a while. And I like acknowledging it because, boy, the love just fills up even more when I do. But even in not acknowledging it, I've had a lot of good lessons along the way. And I know right now I'm really acknowledging a lot of physical or physicality, but that's the way I've known it in the world for me through the physical teacher. But I just started where. I found it in the world. That was just the beginning. Because in acknowledging it even in that physical place is where I began the journey and where it took me from the physical anchor point into and through the journey through the realms, astrally, causally, mentally, etherically, solically, and now spiritually beyond soul. It's just following the flow in the way that I have experienced it, even into the world. So I say the same to you. Follow the flow, however you experience that. Honor the flow for what it is for you. This is the way I honor it for myself and know it. And I know that when I honor that and follow that, the fullness, the joy, the peace and comfort that I experience in that. Know that it's the loving. And that if you don't know what the loving is, if you can look at Jim or myself or one another And say, I love you, and I know the loving I feel for you. Then that's the loving and where it's awakening within you. Honor that. Because that's where it's at in that moment. Acknowledge it and experience it wherever it is. Because when you do, it will then begin to take hold within you and begin to carry you into the greater journey beyond. And then you'll truly wake up and realize it never was that physical body, that anchor point, that physical body or anchor point was simply a doorway by which you experience that movement of loving as it came into this world.